Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Happy New Year! Two thousand and twenty-four energy, come on in. I am ready for you. Ready for you. So here's a question I have for you. I've been wondering this: How do you get ready for the new year? We talked last time about the Apagomental days, the importance of these days, and how you can really supercharge them. But what happens when you don't have a lot of clarity? What if you don't understand the best way for you to be using them? I mean, seriously, there are a lot of ways that you could launch a project. There's a lot of projects. I mean, if you're a multi-potentialite, you probably have a thousand project ideas in your head. How do you know which ones to launch? That's my question to you. You should, you should be thinking about this right now. For me, I have a variety of different tools that I use to better understand which direction to take. Obviously, working with confidence is something that has come thanks to my deep relationship with plants. And one of the tools that they have given me were very unexpected. I had no idea that I would ever be using this as a tool in my everyday life. Okay, those of you that come from a spiritual background might think that this is obvious, but honestly, for me, it wasn't, okay? And what I'm talking about is a tarot deck. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. I also have a bunch of other decks, but this deck is very, very different. Now, you see, one day when I was living in Florence, As you know, I did my master's degree in Florence. Yeah, that strange master's that I have on plants, social innovation, and design. And I was living down in Florence, in Italy, when I got a package. Now, I didn't know that this package had arrived. I actually went up to Domenher for like a weekend to deal with some stuff that I was going on up there and to partake in a ritual. And then I found this package that had been shipped to me from a good friend of mine, my friend Denise. And when this package arrived, I didn't even open it because, you know, it was such a whirlwind weekend. And I waited until I got back to Florence. And when I got back to Florence, I opened the package and lo and behold, there were these, a tarot deck. And I thought, why would Denise send me a tarot deck? Until I flipped them over. And then it became very obvious as to why Denise had sent me a tarot deck. Now, this isn't just your average tarot deck. This is actually a botanical tarot deck. So as you can see from these gorgeous, gorgeous cards, this is all plant-based. Really, and and not just any kind of plants. I mean, like there's not a trees one or a flower one, there's lots of those out there, but this one has all kinds of different wild plants, plants that you would find just about anywhere. There's trees, there's shrubs, there's what we would call weeds. There's all kinds of different aspects. So I was like, wow, what a find. What an amazing thing. Turns out that Denise had bought these many years ago and had not used them. So she thought, why not send them to the one person she knew would appreciate them most? Thank you again, Denise. I still love them. So like many tarot decks, I've had many tarot decks in my life and I've, I've used them to do readings for people here and there, but really, honestly, that wasn't my jam at the time. I didn't, I didn't consider myself a reader. What I would do was use them to kind of like try to understand myself. But even that, I got caught up in the story of the actual cards. And so even though I had done it for periods of time, it really wasn't something that I felt was important for me in this period of my life. So I thought that 
instead of using them as a tarot deck, I would kind of use them as a flashcard deck. Now, mind you, this deck has very little information. It has the plants. It has the name of the plant, both in English as well as in French. And it has maybe like one word and a number. That's it. That's all it has. It doesn't have large amounts of information. And it didn't have like a booklet of, of stuff, which in retrospect, I am so happy it didn't. Because what it ended up doing was turning... Well, let me go through my process and then maybe it'll understand people. Because I think this is really helpful for you if you're thinking about working with a new tool. Um, I think it's easy for us to get caught up in the mechanics of how that tool works. In other words, trying to learn what is that the tool does and how is it that you're supposed to use the tool correctly. And in certain cases, that definitely is important to do, especially when it comes to healing modalities and such. But my um, teacher, one of my many teachers of Kabbalah, one of my most prized teachers of Kabbalah, um, Dolores Ashcroftner Wiki, a very, um, a very wise woman from the world of esoteric magic and of the mystery schools and of the Golden Dawn, I once asked her when I was studying Kabbalah with her, how I could take my Kabbalah to the next level, how I could really deepen. And she says, now is your time for you to change one part of your ritual. In other words, take a ritual that you have learned how to do according to the great mysteries, according to the ways that it has been done by all magicians everywhere and choose an element to change it. And what this does is one, it makes sure that I didn't learn that ritual by rote memory of just like do these mechanics. In order to change something, you have to really know what it's worth, like how it works. What is its meaning in that? Because if I'm going to change it, I need to first understand what is the hole that I create by changing it and what am I filling it with? So it was an extremely um, advanced way of taking a ritual out of the traditional flow of where it gets its flow from all of the magicians that are currently doing that ritual and have ever done that ritual from the beginning of time to what do I need to do to more um, to adapt to that ritual more closely to my own energy in that moment? It was it's been a powerful exercise and something that I do quite often. So I, I always make sure that I know how to do rituals in both ways. One where I'm getting its full intention based on its ideation and the way and the reason why it was created. And then when I've mastered that ritual, when not just I've mastered that I know the mechanics of it, but I understand its significance, I can feel when the ritual is working, I can modify it to adapt it to my own ever-changing conditions, right? And this is a very natural approach, right? This is a, a, a the what nature would do themselves, right? In an ecosystem, there are certain functions that get carried out. And then once a plant, for example, reaches a certain level of maturity, the plant can modify how it carries out that function in order to better adapt to the conditions around and to their own system and the way that they've grown. So this is part of my process, my naturally inspired process and my naturally conscious process in any ritual I do. In this particular case, I really thought that these cards would be best for me to just enter into connection with each one of the plants in them. So my thought process was I would pull a card at the beginning of the week and I would spend the week with that card with my idea being of, you know, 
learning about that plant on multiple levels. Maybe one day I would do the research on finding out what the plant was, where the plant came from, you know, some of the history of the plant. In another case, I might start with um, meditating or communicating with the plant from the perspective of, of their spiritual lineage. I might try to study, I might look at the colors and the layout and see what came to me about the plant from there. I might intuitively try to communicate with the plant. I had this idea that I would spend the week sort of playing with each one of these cards. And this was a way for me to really expand my individual relationship with specific plants. So, cause here we have, you know, a box tree, we have ground ivy, we have a spindle tree. There's just so many to work with that I don't actually have a direct connection with. So the ones that I had direct connections with, it would also encourage me to go out and find them and connect in that way too. It's almost like I would create a bubble for that week and i can spend that week with that plant throughout the time yeah sometimes you know how it is when your plans don't go the way you planned yeah these cards were definitely part of that because what ended up happening was i um i laid the card out i put a card out and i don't know why i put another card out and when i put another card out there was like a pull to put another card out and then if you've ever heard me talk about the music of the plants, this is a very similar situation, like to the music of the plants and to my experiences with the music of the plants, which reminds me, this is a perfect time for me to share one of our eco-conscious partners. You're really going to love this partner because it's a, you know, very attuned to exactly what we're talking. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so when uh, I started to pull these cards, all of a sudden very similar to when I was listening to the music of the plants, a, you could say sentence started to form. So when I started listening to the music of the plants, it was as if I could hear the plants talking to me, as if I could hear them communicating in some way. Through the music, their intention became clear. The, um, the way my body received that music gave it a sense and an understanding, even though there was no words attached. When I laid the cards out, the same thing happened. It was as if each plant placed next to another plant with whatever it was that I was thinking about at the time that I laid them out, all of a sudden started to lay out a, an answer. And as I laid the cards out, the answer became more clear. Hence the birth of botanical tarot card readings. It was not intentional at all at first. It really was something that came from the plants themselves. The cards 
have such a strong connection to the plants that they represent that those plants were able to reach, are able to reach across the cards and connect directly to me. It's, it still blows my mind every time I do it because what I started to do was just play with this, right? At first I was very much, it was very much a personal thing. It was a, again, a way for me to explore this relationship with plants in another way. So I would lay out the cards and then I would read these sentences. And, and if you've ever had a reading with me, you'll know that I don't have any kind of um, very specific sort of layout. I actually literally lay the cards out one by one. I grab what I'm going to use and I just lay them out in that way. And they just get laid out in a big brick. And because to me, it's like the writing of a story. And the other thing that happens is if you listen to me, as I start to explain, I very often will hiccup, I'll stop and I'll have to think because what's happening is I'm translating what's coming to me from the plants into a language that humans can use. There is no one-on-one. -on -one. It's not like I'm channeling the plants in that way where it's like, it just comes in because plants don't use human language. So you'll see me, as I've talked about before on this podcast, and those of you that watch it on the video, you understand this even more. You'll see that I move a lot. And as I'm doing these, I'm actually moving a lot with it because I'm taking in from the cards, I'm using the, the imagery, I'm looking at the colors, I'm, I'm looking at the words, but the words themselves don't mean anything. I'm, um, I'm allowing whatever the plant wants to transmit in that moment to be part of that sentence. And that takes a while because sometimes it's a characteristic the plant has, sometimes it's where the plant grows, um, sometimes it's how the plant grows, sometimes it's the relationship plants have with um, with something or someone else. It can be many different things. And I'm constantly always discovering new. So it really isn't about the individual plants. When I lay them out, it's about the relationship between them and the ecosystem that gets created. So I'll often read as I go sentence by sentence, like literally line by line, I'll read as I lay the cards out. And then afterwards, I'll step back and I'll look at everything together as an ecosystem and i'll i'll get a deeper sense of the meaning of what i just said or what just came out of me based on it but it's a slow process to a certain extent because i have to translate it and i don't always have the words because the plants don't always have a clear-cut word for exactly what they are trying to tell me and that's what makes it so exciting so again this this thing that i started to do really for myself um, eventually made it out to the world and it made it out to the world in a really weird way. I was traveling and I always take my cards with me and um, somebody saw them and asked me for a reading. And lo and behold, I discovered that when I would read for someone else, it was even better because the fact that I don't start with knowledge of the person, I actually don't ask the person for any kind of background. I ask for a question or an intention or a direction, but I let the plants really lay out the situation. I don't need to know so much. So this is a funny one, but I was doing a reading once for somebody and the person literally walked in since she kind of knew me. She didn't really know me directly, but I knew a group of people of which she was a part of. And there was apparently a project that the group, that the group had been working on and she wanted to find out information about the project, but she wanted to make sure I wasn't biased, which is fair. I think this is an important thing for anybody who reads for you. And so she actually put her question into an envelope and she said, 
can you read for me, even if I don't tell you what's in this envelope? And I was like, well, let's do it. So I grabbed the envelope. I held it for a second, you know, with the cards, I put it down and I asked her to think about it without telling me. And I just started to read. And she was like blown away because I was hitting every single point that was important to her, every question that she had. I didn't even put together what the context was because that wasn't important. I was telling her what it looked like, what it smelled like, what it felt like, what should be her decision-making process? Where is it that she should look for answers? I wasn't telling her do this or do that because I didn't know the context. What the plants were sharing with me was how for her to create the best ecosystem for her overall existence, for her body, for her beingness. And then from there, she was able to apply it to what it is that she's doing. And this is the reason why I love to talk about botanical tarot card readings around the time of the end of the year. You've heard me now talk about the epagomental days, how important it is for us to use this time to launch new projects. But not all of us know what to launch or how to launch or what direction to take. And this is where something like a botanical tarot card reading can really help because it helps provide clarity without having to get kind of into the messy humanness of it. I don't get into the messy humanness of it. I read the ecosystem around it. I read the relationships. I read the direction that we're going. I read what it is that the plants think are the most important characteristics of what's happening. This has nothing to do with me. I myself usually know little to absolutely nothing about what it is that you're asking me for, so much so that I've had people come back to me two and three times for readings. And I don't always remember that I've read for them because I don't step into what's happening. What I'm doing is stepping into the ecosystem that the plants want that person to create or want to help the person see. And it oftentimes will give them a different way of interpreting the situation outside of human logic. So again, I I stammer and I hammer and I think about the words and I have to like play with words. And I oftentimes use very unusual words because that is what the plants want us to trigger. It wants to trigger sensations and feelings and beliefs and pull out from you what you already know to be true. So it's really about looking for resonance. So I'm looking for words that even to yourself might not be the, the word that is like what you were looking for, but it is something that provides that resonance that makes you feel, oh, this is truth for me. And it's up to me to make this happen, to make it go somewhere. So really the end of the year or the beginning of the new year is such an, I mean, honestly, you can get a card reading anytime. I mean, just go over to my website and you'll see the one-on-one, you know, services. And that's where the, the reading is. But especially in this time of year, it's such a great way to get clarity on how to use these epagomental days, how to use this energy out of time to the best of your ability. So if you have the opportunity, if you have a question that's been burning a hole in your, you know, in your thought process, if you have um, a project that you don't have clarity on, if you have decisions you need to make and you're not sure what criteria to, to use to make them, this is one of the few places where I will give you sort of advice, quote unquote, and it's not really advice. That's not even the right word. I'll give you whatever the heck comes through from the plants themselves. So these cards have really changed the entire way that I think about divination, because again, it's not so much of me like pulling from, I mean, I'm sure that that's what the plants are doing, right? They're pulling from some greater 
knowledge and these synchronic lines and all the thoughts that are running through them. But for me, it really is a way to tap into that universal knowledge of the plants and and bring it out to a whole new level. I do have another deck, by the way. I mean, I, I have another deck that I sometimes use in conjunction. It's very pretty. I mean, you'll see that it's um, that it's flower based and you'll see that some of them are upside down because it's so damn happy. It's like it has little quotes and little ideas and thoughts, but honestly, it's just way too chipper. So it, 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 what I use it for more than anything is when my traditional cards, the ones I absolutely adore, don't ask me what they're called, don't ask me where they come from, and don't ask me where you can get them. As far as I understand, they're French, they're out of print, and I have no idea what they're called. That's why I call them botanical tarot cards. Um, but these cards I use really just if I have to go deeper into something, if I have to like take one particular concept and like dig into it, then I'll use these cards to just confirm whatever I'm receiving, because especially if I'm receiving, remember plants don't really have this good or bad type of thing. They just call things out as they are. So sometimes I need the the depth that these plants, that these plants over here, which are mainly flowers and the experience that these flowers have especially because flowers, most of these flowers tend to be closer to humans, you know, pansies and snapdragons and camellias. They tend to have a little bit of an easier access to human-based words and thoughts. So I'll use it when I really, I can understand what the plant, what, what, where I am in, in these plants, but I can't understand how to express it to the person. And so that's what these cards are really, really good at. It's just another way to enter into the wisdom of plants. So again, if you've been, if you have moments of things that are not clear, if you have moments when you're not really sure what direction to take, I highly, highly recommend a botanical tarot card reading, not just because I do it, but because it's really about these plants. It's really about how Melissa and Rest Harrow and Myrtle can connect with you and share their wisdom in a whole different way. So if you're interested, I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And um, I am looking forward to hearing, you know, well, actually hearing is a good way of saying it because I won't remember. Honestly, I won't remember. But I am here in any time you need help. Remember, myself as well as the Naturally Conscious community is always here for you. That is the most important part. And as our planet continues on, it's weird and tumultuous path, I want you to have all the tools and all the knowledge at your disposal. That is why, especially in 2024, I'm going to be bringing you some really important, timeless knowledge that is coming from the depths of every single you know container that I can find. The Dom and Her Mystery School, right? On your limiting beliefs, more plant knowledge. We're just going to go in it full steam ahead because I want you to have all the tools that you need for your personal development and for how to apply that into your daily life and out into the external world. So that's me, Tigria Gardenia. I hope you really enjoyed this episode and I hope that you will take advantage of this botanical tarot card reading now and in any moment when you really feel like you need a little extra guidance to give that multi-passionate side of you a little more direction. The Naturally Conscious community is your place to share your thoughts, your processes, and any questions that you might have. We are here to help you on your path to greater relationship with the Plant King home. So resist the urge to hold back your evolving green brilliance. That's it. I'm out for now. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. So join me, Tigrila Gardenia, and my plant collaborators next time on Reconnect with Plant Wisdom.